0: It's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. Get out of bed. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can, can I get
1: a countdown?
0: 3, 2, 1. Well, hi, good morning. It is Tuesday on Marks in the Morning, the 16th of February. We're more than halfway through the month. It's, uh, of course, just 28 days. Remember that? And uh, maybe we'll all be really glad. We'll wave goodbye to February when it does finally go. And I don't just mean Iowa. I mean like the whole country now. Deep freeze everywhere. Here's my promise to you. We'll talk about it just now. And maybe hit on it a couple times if we mentioned school closures, but we're not gonna talk about the weather because now that everybody's got the same weather as us, it's kinda of boring. Do you watch do either one of you watch the national news? And I won't judge you if you say no. I say no. Okay. <laughs> no, I and if you do, great, if you don't, great. Uh, It's 90%. So it's 22 minutes long if you don't count the commercials. It is 21 minutes of depressing news and one minute of before we go, here's a pigeon that can sing. (laughs) (laughs) And he's visiting nursing homes. But uh, they spent so much time on the weather yesterday. And I get it. It's bad. Like in Texas, they don't have the infrastructure. We have sister stations in Texas. We have friends in Texas. Couldn't get a hold of them yesterday because their power's out. And even if they have cell phones, you know, which don't need electricity if they're charged up, they still can't just send messages. No Wi-Fi, no LTE, no 5G, no nothing. So uh, I am thinking about them today, but uh, at the same time, we've been dealing with this frigid cold for about four days
1: now straight. I just posted a video on the K92.3 app of this fireball. A transformer went down. This is near New Orleans, and it's just... If you have the sound on, too, you can hear
0: it. It's just zipping across power lines, a nice.
1: massive fireball. It's scary.
0: They're doing like rolling brownouts where they're just shutting power off just to avoid that. Their infrastructure can't handle it, not just we're talking roads, which they don't have a lot of salt or even the level of plows for just a couple inches of snow. It'd be like getting a blizzard here if you didn't have the plows. But they also can't handle it with the electricity. More and more people using power. And more and more people, quite frankly, are home anyways with the pandemic. So it's probably a big mess. Anyways, we'll move on from that because we got a lot of good stuff on the show today. We have a chance for you to win some Girl Scout cookies. We're also going to uh, talk about a lot of fun stuff on the show today and uh, nonstop, nonstop discussions about the weather. No, No, we're going to leave that alone. <laughs> Announcements, just sent out the app alert if you didn't get it. You can uh, find them on our app just on the home screen or on the uh, website, k923.fm, on your Internet machine. Lots of them today, as you might imagine, due to the cold. I think uh, for the kids, we're coming to an end with that. Tomorrow it'll be significantly warmer. Uh, Well, zero, but that is going to feel a lot warmer, uh, at least at this part of the morning. Carrie Mack did something yesterday that all true American heroes should do. She went out and tried to find the best prices on Valentine's Day candy. Yesterday was uh, not just President's Day. It was day after Valentine's Day, which means, I don't want to say half-price candy, because you're the one that did all the work, but cheaper candy. She gave me, and I think JP has one too, one of these lint balls. Uh, that sounds bad, but that's the name of, <laughs> that's the, name of the company. The ball L-A- of lint. How delicious. <laughs> and it was, I hope, very cheap. L-I-N-D-T, lid balls, uh, full of chocolate, and they're like, everybody, I'm sure, has had one. I don't need to explain them. Where did you find the most success... And Carrie Mack, yesterday, where'd you find all your discounts?
2: So what I found very interesting was that a lot of the places weren't like, doing any discount Valentine's Day candy. I think Shameful. they, I think they picked up on the fact that we figured it out, that they usually try to give it away. Yeah. So most of the places still had them at kind of the same Valentine's Day prices. The only places that had it kind of cheaper were grocery stores, I found. And they were also the... The, the throwaway stuff that you can, like, find anywhere else
0: pretty much. <laughs> they, yeah, just the crap.
2: Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but they just had the crap. That's all they had.
0: So when you went in, did they have, like, the shopping carts full of the candy, or did they still have the end display up, like it was still Valentine's Day?
2: It was like at the beginning of the pandemic when everyone went to get toilet paper and there were maybe two rolls left on the shelf. Uh-huh. So that's exactly what happened. Um, I went to a local place, uh Like a, I don't know how to say it, a CVS. I went to a CVS and I was really upset because uh, only CVS members could get discounted candy. I
0: tried to give you my, I don't know what they call it, if it's rewards. I have the Walgreens and the CVS one. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what CVS calls theirs. And I, I tried to give it to you and you're like, oh no, I already left. Yeah, you've got to tell your boy these things beforehand. Plus, I would have gotten some points.
2: I found out when I was at the counter because the woman asked me, oh, are you a rewards member? I was like, no, I'm not. And I was grabbing my card ready to slam it down, ready for my half price candy. And then I saw the numbers slowly add up. And I was like, wow, I'm going to be broke.
1: I always get a kick out of it when you look for discounted Valentine's candy, but all you find are the remaining Valentine's Day cards
2: Yeah, a, a day
1: after Valentine's Day. I mean, you could stock up for next year for a discount, but who's going to remember where you put them exactly a year from now?
0: Roses are red. My fingers are blue. It's really cold out. I need body heat. Come, I'll snuggle you. I don't know. That was bad. Wasn't that bad. Yeah,
2: that was really bad. It's if, after
0: Valentine's Day. I don't have to think about it.
2: <laughs> if I got that, I would like throw it away. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
0: well, well, clearly nobody bought it. That's why yeah. it's sitting there on the shelf the next day.
2: <laughs> exactly. But there were some local chocolatier places that were really good. They still had a lot of boxes of candy. Yeah. Um while they weren't discounted, they were still very nice about it. So
0: <laughs> Is that what you brought in for us?
2: Yeah, I brought uh the lint truffles and I also found uh, a box of not found, but I have a box of chocolates from, like, one of those fancy schmancy places.
0: So you went, well, you went to Stam, right? Isn't that what Yeah, that to was Stam, it. Stam Chocolates here. They do have some good stuff there, even if it's not discounted. At least you got the good stuff, right? Not that Linda, this stuff is bad, but... Uh, it's Russell, not
2: CVS candy. Let me just say that.
0: <laughs> Russell Stover's, I'm not... I love Russell Stover's, but let's be honest, when you get the old box of chocolates... About 40% of them suck, right? They do. And so one person's this sucks might be another person's this is my favorite candy. I love the one with nuts. Any of the ones with the nuts hiding in them or on the top. My wife will throw those away. She is a monster and likes the one with those like fruit. I don't oh, know I mean. no.
2: Divorce her. Divorce her now.
0: <laughs> but I like the ones with the coconut and she doesn't. Mm-hmm. So usually we finish each other's not sentences, but boxes of chocolate.
2: That's really sweet, though. Um, the it cho- is. <laughs> uh, chocolatier stam or whatever it's called. They were t- the woman at the cash register was telling me that all of the husbands yeah. uh, were like lining up the street the, the night before. At least they were prepared for Sunday, but they came in and they had the candy, a card, and flowers, and the guys would kind of go like a conveyor belt and grab one of each.
0: Well, and I honestly, I think that that's what most guys do. You wake up the morning of the holiday or whatever and remember, I better do something about this. That's <laughs> but, how guys operate.
2: But it was the night before, so at least they were planning ahead. Oh, I, I
0: see, there was, a, yeah.
2: I think because they thought, uh, The place could have been closed on Sunday because Sundays most places are closed sometimes.
0: Yeah, a lot of places are, but you know, at least the guy, you know, let's give ourselves credit, man, for thinking ahead. I had us going out the day of, so at least we were uh, out a little early. It's marks in the morning. It's six sixteen. We'll be back in just a couple seconds. Your random facts are coming up. We have these traffic cameras. Especially here in downtown. We have quite a few intersections where they have them. They're supposed to catch people running red lights. Here's a public service announcement. Don't flip them off when you're running the red light because it happened to a guy and he ended up with a huge fine because he... Through his finger up. I'll tell you about it. Has your random facts. So we have lots of these traffic cameras in and around the Cedar Valley. Cedar Rapids has him, too, where if you're on the highway and you're going a little too fast, you could get busted without even a cop being anywhere nearby. And I don't know if you're familiar, Carrie, but we also have Rambo in Waterloo. Rambo doesn't venture over to Cedar Falls, where you live, but he is all over Waterloo. Do you know what Rambo is?
2: It sounds like a, a boxer.
0: Well, Rambo is Sylvester Stallone from that movie where he shoots up everybody. But okay. But this, this Rambo is very different. I had a feeling. JP, do you know what Rambo stands for? The acronym?
1: I have no idea what it stands for, and I never even knew what it was until you were telling me about yeah. it. But I know what it is now, but I have no idea what it stands for.
0: I don't either. If somebody does, you can tap the message button to let us know on the app. Rambo is a, he's a, it's just a police car. It's like a white Waterloo police car. Not car, but uh, like an SUV. Like remote,
1: automated, something. Machine. Machine. Patrol. Uh, No, that's a
0: B. (laughs) Patrol. Patrol. over. Yeah, apparently somebody was drunk when they came up. (laughs) Anyways, Rambo is is, uh, essentially a hidden camera in the back of an SUV, and if you're speeding, it will pop you, and you'll get a ticket mailed to your house. But we also have lights uh, with the cameras on them. Anyways. This guy was driving, this is not here in the Cedar Valley, this was in the UK, but it's a reminder. He was a 44-year-old guy and uh, driving around, he had been busted in a speed trap before. One of those cameras, automated system. And this time he decided, you know what, I know this is a well-known speed trap. So he drove the speed limit, maybe even a couple miles under. But the whole time he was going by where he figured the cameras were, he was giving him the middle finger.
2: Oh my (laughs) goodness. Well, guess
0: what? You have to have both hands on the wheel at all times. He got a ticket for not having proper control of his vehicle, and the fine was about three times the size of a speeding ticket. It was the equivalent in the U.S. of $1,400. Yep. Wow. $1,400 instead a speeding ticket would have been a fraction of that. So good luck appealing that one. There's. I wonder if Rambo,
1: I'm still stuck on this, if Rambo is not really an acronym, I wonder if it stands for like a lone wolf solo because Rambo was the... Uh, he was a lone wolf, was he? I can't remember in the Rambo movie. So maybe yeah. since it's out there by itself, maybe that's what it means. I've well, been looking it
2: work. up, and it's Rambo like <laughs> a name, not like Rambo like R, capital A, capital M, capital B. So maybe it's that. If anyone yeah. wants to tell us, that would be great.
0: I'm looking. Rambo has his own Facebook page. Where's Rambo, the police jeep, which I follow, and it has more followers than most, uh, like Waterloo specific pages do. <laughs> but you're right. Nobody seems to. Now we're hung up on this. Nobody seems to have the acronym written out. Maybe, maybe it really doesn't stand for anything. But you can't miss Rambo. Sometimes you miss him until you get too close. But he's. Um, Omnipresent, carry Mac. I'm surprised. he. I don't think he's been out in a while. Maybe it has something to do with the temps. Rambo's too cold. Yeah. Rambo's (laughs) like, screw this. I'm staying in the police garage. If it doesn't start, they can't leave it out in the middle of nowhere. That's true. There's also rumors there's at least two Rambos out there. Mm. We should get... uh we have Fitzgerald Stumper? (laughs) Look at our news director. Hey, Chief Fitzgerald, how many Rambos do you have? Click. Oh, all right, we'll be back in a few minutes on the show. Here we got news, weather, and sports on the way. Rebecca Copeland with the weather. And Elwood Huffman, our news director with uh, the sports and the news. And last morning, come on, Mark's in the morning. We're, we still have more carries quarters. You have words for us all throughout the month of February, and we're still going. So we're going to learn a new word and have a lot more coming up. k 923 and Mark's in the morning. All right, we've come to a conclusion. Rambo is not an acronym. It is simply the name of the, uh, the white Jeep that busts us when we're speeding down the roads. I found the original article written about it way back when it was first introduced, way, way back in 2018. And it's a she, we learned. It's a she, yeah. Former police chief uh, Dan Trelko referred to it as a she in an interview. So there you go. We now know Rambo. It doesn't say if there's more than one, so that mystery remains unsolved. But uh, Rambo was first introduced in 2018. At least according to this article. All right. Welcome to uh, Marks in the Morning. If you're just tuning in, we appreciate it. A lot of delays and cancellations. They've been sent out on the app. If you missed it, you can uh, tap the delays slash cancellations button on our app or website. You'll see them right there. Very first story. And uh, you can check out and see if your kids have a delay or if they're not in school today. Not a lot of cancellations. There are a couple, some near Fredericksburg, but that's not due to the cold. They're having electrical problems. Uh, But otherwise, mostly just some delays. I will say this,
1: Johnny Marks. It is currently 18 below, I believe. It and looks if, like it. if that is correct that would tie the all-time record low for Waterloo set in 1958.
0: You're saying we tied the re- What's the point of tying? Tying is like kissing your sister. We might as well just beat the record. I, yeah, what? we
1: we Wait. could get one more degree down. We'll we'll have an all-time record low for February
0: 16th in Let's Waterloo. Let's go for it. I think I threw carry off with my <laughs> What? We exp- never heard that expression before?
2: Uh no in in the Northeast, we don't talk about kissing our sisters.
1: You don't talk about it because you just do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're all action there.
2: It's cousin kissing, not uh, oh, sister right. kissing. Well, you
0: know, I, I was close. No, it's, a, it's an expression. You've never heard that? No, it's, I haven't. It's used in sports a lot when it comes to a tie. Like a tie <laughs> is like kissing your sister. All right, I'll stop using that. I'll take that one out on of the election. Yeah. I'll give you the floor here, Carrie, to educate us on the show. Intelligence. Aptitude. Um, where's my thesaurus? Ah, Percipients. This is Carrie's Corner on Marks in the Morning. Carrie will teach JP and I and you, all of K-Country, a new word right now and... Uh, I guess we'll try to figure it out, James. I've had bad luck. You haven't haven't been on to the six o'clock hour in the last couple days, last couple shows. I completely blew it yesterday.
1: I remember last Friday was it nugatory. Yes, that. I, that's just nuggetory. fun to say.
0: I used that word uh, over the weekend, nugatory, with my wife, and she thought I was talking about chicken McNuggets. So, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I guess. What's today's word, Carrie Mac?
2: Oh, uh, the word of the day is Pogonotrophy.
0: Wow. Pogonotrophy.
2: Pogonotrophy. In honor
1: of Larry Flint dying, or is it something else? Is it P-O-G or P-U-G? P-O-G. Pogonot... Say it again?
2: Pogonotrophy.
0: This sounds like the study of something. Like the study of pogs. That 90s trend. People used to have pogs. What's uh, what's the sentence for us, Carrie? We'll need it. Is it a verb? Uh, It's a noun. It's a noun. Uh Oh, here we go. I'm
2: shaking things up a bit. Please. Your barber is usually the person you go to with questions about pogonotrophy.
0: Fashion, hair, hair something. It has to be something with hair, follicles. Well, if it's a noun, yeah, it's got to be something specific. Uh, I think I'm going with what JP the, said. The something. study of hair. Yeah.
2: Essentially, kind of. Yeah. A little yep. bit.
0: But we don't have a sound effect for half right, so it's all <laughs> or nothing, baby.
2: Uh, the word means the act of cultivating or growing and grooming a mustache, beard, sideburns, or other facial hair.
0: Never heard
1: the word cultivating used in front of hair.
0: No, it sounds like we're putting a chia pet together. <laughs> like
1: JP, have you forgotten to shave? No, I'm cultivating a beard.
0: <laughs> What's the word one more time? Pogonotrophy. How's the pogonotrophy going, JP? Then you take your hat off and you say, I'm not cultivating a. I say, not well. It's been a dry season. The hair is not growing. Uh, Yeah, it's been a. We have a bit of a dry spell. And uh, until the snow melts, we won't have any water for JP's (laughs) toponography. Poponography. Whatever. All right. Thanks, Kerry. That one is going to go right out the other side of my head because I don't don't think I'll ever think of it again. But Nugget Tory is still one of my favorites. So that was a home run. We'll be back in a couple minutes on Mark's in the morning with your first Nashville news minute. Of the show, we have a, a soon-to-be or recently divorced country star who's promising to never get married again. I'll tell you all about that coming up on the show along with music from Kenny Chesney. Uh, it's the 16th of February, 2021, and it's going to feel every bit as cold as it has the last few days, but things will warm up starting more so on Thursday, but a little bit tomorrow on Wednesday. So at least we've got some relief in sight. Some delays and cancellations upon us on the uh, K92.3 app. Mostly delays, but some cancellations there as well. Carrie brought in a bunch of chocolate today.
1: Yes, I did. I'm
0: smacking on some right now. Is that what you're having? Yeah. I would like to say it's as we're, we're about to do Tuesday Blues Day, and we got a lot of uh, people dropping us messages on the K92 3 app. I'll explain it if you're not familiar with the segment. But I didn't necessarily have a Tuesday Blues Day planned. For today, I was trying to think, like, what happened to me over the course of the last couple weeks, or I guess the last week since we did the segment, and I couldn't really think of anything. But now I'm going to add the extra calories and the fact that already I've only been in the studio with you for, what, an hour and nine minutes, and my pants are already tighter, (laughs) and I've already loosened my belt one notch.
1: I've noticed during this cold stretch how much more I am eating and not moving because it's just so cold. Like the kids and I, I don't even think we went outside once last weekend. So what do you do when you're immobile? No, you're you, right. You eat and you watch TV. That's what all totally. I've been doing for the last week.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I I think you're a true hero for that, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've been doing for the last, since the pandemic started.
2: Thank you for your service. <laughs> I really do appreciate it. I've also it. been
0: pounding some beer
1: too, because that seems oh. to happen when you're stuck at home as well. About this beer you speak of, did you bring it you? <laughs> What
0: uh, What kind of beer are you jamming out to right now? You got a favorite?
1: This one is uh, one of my favorites called a Squatter's w- Double IPA. It's oh. some tough stuff.
0: JP and I get along on a lot of things. We disagree on sports teams for the most part, although baseball season's less confrontational. But when it comes to beer, even though we both agree we love beer, we are very different. You're a big IPA person. I'm not just not into IPAs.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much all I drink. My
0: mm-hmm. father-in-law loves IPAs, and he'll get everything from, you know, if Single Speed has a new one or a Pivo up in Caliber, but then he also likes, I'm trying to think of what brand it is. one of the big national brands. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's out of Colorado. Hams? Yeah. <laughs> Schlitz, <laughs> Hams, Blatz. No, I don't think they make an IPA. I don't even think they could spell IPA. Just P when you drink that stuff. Um, but he loves that, and so he'll always have it on hand. So whenever I go over to visit, if we have a family get-together, I have to bring my own beer. He's very generous. He'll always offer me, and I'll go, yeah, yeah, No. No, thanks. I'm more of a Porter guy, Amber guy, anything else.
2: That's what we agree on. We're kind of Carrie and I, yeah. Yeah. That just
0: means more for
1: me. If you guys aren't going to drink my beer, it's all mine. Well,
0: that's true. Uh, Carrie and I went to Single Speed. Was it just a week ago? Yeah, just a week ago. Got my 2021 punch card, by the way. My 2021 fell very short after the pandemic started, but got the new card. And I was introducing Carrie. I I think I had two beers. You had one, so... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I you barely can, introduced you.
2: You can hold your beer. I can't. I know myself. It's. it's I think a,
0: that's a compliment. I
1: appreciate <laughs> that. that's another thing. If you're drinking beer at an establishment, once you walk outside, hit that cold air. What do you uh, have to do a lot after when it's outside and you've been drink, drinking anything? You have to go to the bathroom much quicker. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I, we were sitting in a spot where I could start my car from the beer or from the bar. <laughs> so, <laughs> start your car with the beer. That's a Cut new one.
2: Why isn't it working? He just pours the beer on the ignition. <laughs> I.
0: Am Uh, I can definitely put down a lot of beers without feeling it. I'm I'm not bragging. But I I had one of their stronger beers. They have a beer called, ooh, I can't remember now. It's not Tip the Cow, but it's one of their Tip the Cow barrel-aged ones. where It's like 10% alcohol, which for a beer is about double what you'd normally get. Although your IPAs can get pretty heavy there, JP. But I had one of those, and then I switched to a Gable, and I felt fine. And I'm not Mm -hmm. bragging, because I'm not saying that's smart, but uh yeah i tried to start my beer apparently
2: i had a very light <laughs> ale and uh what did you
0: have i'm trying to remember
2: i don't remember what it was but it was very good i enjoyed it um and i was just watching you put them away and i was like you <laughs> put two down I
0: didn't put them away." <laughs> and the the first one came in a smaller goblet so there wasn't much there
2: and then the other one was like a like 10 yeah, the high. other one looked
0: like it was tall it was only what 12 ounces 16 ounces maybe all right, let's move on <laughs> before you paint me as an alcoholic.
2: You're not an alcoholic. You're just an American hero. Oh,
0: thank you. I am a man who can hold his beer. We have Tuesday Blues Day as hit today coming up at 7 15 on Mark 72 3. I'm Johnny Marks. This is Carrie Mac and James Patrick. And it it's time for. It's marks in the morning Tuesday Blues Day. What's got you feeling blue today, Cedar Valley? Yeah. Well, that makes me look stupid. Well, that's what this is all about. It's Tuesday Blues Day. You can uh, express your frustrations with something, a first-world problem, if you would, where most of your friends, colleagues, co-workers, they might just look at you and go, big deal. And we would, too, normally, but not during this segment. Uh, we were talking yesterday. Maybe you don't have that coworker to dump your troubles on right now because you're working remotely or they're working remotely. Let us be your dumping ground. You can just tap the Be on the Radio button on the K923 app and record a message for us anytime something comes up. doesn't have to be right now during the segment. We'll play it back and we'll get to your calls in a moment. We have a few here from the app that came in over the last week. Carrie Mack, you wanted to start off. What's got you feeling blue today?
2: So I'm very frustrated because I went to CVS and I tried to get half price candy, but guess what? What? The candy was only half price for people with rewards cards. Oh.
1: You know what? It takes like two seconds to sign up for one.
2: <laughs> or use mine,
0: which I offered.
2: <laughs> it was too late. I already committed to buying all of the candy.
0: Uh, you could have gotten me so many rewards points. I would have taken even
1: 10 minutes to fill out a form. It's probably mostly digital these days,
0: just to get to
1: save half half my money. True.
2: I don't want to sign up for no marketing scheme.
0: <laughs> Every business, it does seem, has like a rewards program of some sort. I can't tell you how many times I've told the people at Old Navy, I don't want your card. I don't want your card. I want to wear a button that says, I don't want your store card. (laughs) If they ask me, I'm going to point at my chest and go, does it look like I want your store card?
2: But it's their job to ask you. That's part of like the training.
0: Well, it's my job to say, uh, nope, (laughs) don't want it. JP, I think you and I really, uh, we were talking just a moment ago. Mine is just that Carrie brought in all this candy, which she was able to find a bunch of. And now my waistline is going whoop. And then you kind of hinted that yours has already gone whoop
1: as well. Last week, someone brought donuts in in the front half of the building. Today, we have all this chocolate. (laughs) I mean... We're trying to brighten each other's spirits during this cold stretch, I guess. So, uh,
0: and, and waistline, yeah, <laughs>
1: stretching everything out.
0: Uh, you stay warmer when you have more flab hanging around your, you know, everything.
1: Here is some good news, though. It's warmed up to sixteen below. It was eighteen <laughs> below last
0: hour. There you go.
2: I should get my shorts on.
0: Yep, break out the surfboard. Wait, we don't have any. Okay, uh, how about <laughs> break out the board shorts? How's that? Tuesday Blues Day. Here is a couple of the messages we got on our K ninety two three app.
3: My issue are the people that take selfies in public when there are other people around that could take the picture for them. We can do a better <laughs> job than you. We don't want to stand there with our drinks, watching you try to perfect the perfect selfie. Just let someone else do it for you so you can be done with it. I'm, your flash keeps going off in my face. Okay, just wow. ask somebody or we'll just do it
0: for you. Okay, just please no more of that. That's right. Preach it, brother.
1: Wow, he was very, very passionate about that. He hates selfies.
0: And it seems like he's hanging out with somebody who's taking them because he's not talking about other people. It sounds like he's like, well, you're already out here with us. Let us take it. Well, you know what? Good, sir. At least they're not going to the bathroom to take their selfies, because I think we're all tired of seeing toilets in the background.
2: We don't shame selfies here. Also, I am one of those people, because I don't trust anyone else to take a good photo of me. I know my angles. I know where all the flab is. I know how the double chin comes out.
0: So you have to take all the photos of yourself. Pretty
2: much. I don't trust anyone. I might trust you. You take decent photos, but you only take one photo at a time.
0: (laughs) Somebody (laughs) hands me their phone and says, can you take a picture of me? Can you take a picture of us? Even if it's like a tourist attraction and I'm out with somebody, I'll take one photo and hand them their camera or their phone back. I, I, I don't want to take up space on your... How do I know how much space you've got on your hard drive or your memory card?
2: I take both sides, like long ways and upright. I make sure I do that. I'm the perfect person.
1: Horizontal and vertical. Is that what you're trying to
0: say? (laughs) Long ways and upright. (laughs) Fancy (laughs) schmancy over here takes (laughs) vertical and upright (laughs) photos. All right. We can all relate to people who don't clean off the snow on their car.
3: Riding behind somebody that doesn't clean the top of their car from the snow, it melts, becomes a sheet of ice. And the next thing you know, got a missile in
1: the air hitting the top of your car. That's right. Have you ever seen, well, you know the scene in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where Chevy Chase Clark Griswold's hanging from the eavespout, and all of a sudden that ice missile goes flying into the house next door? That's kind of what happens, especially on semi-trucks sometimes. You see these giant flat sheets go flying off.
2: Is it illegal to not brush off the top of your car? Because in Pennsylvania... It's against the law to do that.
0: I'm sure that if it's not illegal, for sure you have to wipe off the all the sight spots. Like, for example, your windshield, your rear. I don't know about the top of your car, though, unless you know, JP. I don't know if there's a law in the Cedar Valley I, or in the state of Iowa I, at all about that.
1: I would, even if it's not a law, it's more of a common courtesy. You yeah. don't want to be behind that guy because it's... It can create brief whiteout conditions if you have a lot of snow in your car and you're directly behind them.
0: Well, what this guy's complaining about, too, is even though it's bitterly cold, if if we did get some snow, it probably hardened. And then as the car warmed up, it probably loosened up and goes flying off on 218 or 63 or 20 or whatever highway you're on. And you might not even necessarily be aware of it. You might know the snow is there and might think, well, it's 12 degrees below zero. It's not going anywhere. All right. One more. Tuesday, blues day. So I'm turning right at a light, and you're turning left coming at me,
1: I have the flipping right away. <laughs> so don't honk at me and flip me off. Oh.
0: When I turn right and you're wanting to turn left, it's annoying. Read the driver's ed book. Read the- <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> I don't know that anybody reads the driver's ed book once they've got their license, but I get what you're saying.
2: That's so stressful, though. When you're the person at the left, like trying to figure out when you can go, I always talk to myself. And try to hype myself up
1: to make you a can loop. do this, Carrie. You can do this. I've I've noticed a lot of people have issues with four way stops. Oh yeah, they do. Where they, I don't know if they can't if their eyes and their mind can't count to four and to see who gets to the spot first.
0: I think it's Iowa, nice. First and foremost, let's just say you're at a four way stop and there's only two cars, just to keep it simple. The two drivers will look at each other as if the other should go. And then they both decide to go at the same time, so they inch out a little bit, and then they both have to stop, and then they both kind of do the thing where they look at each other. And they both inch- that's why four way stops are the worst invention in the history of roads in mankind, and that's why we have roundabouts. The, my
1: my biggest pet peeve is non marked intersections where there's not a yield, a stop, or anything uh-huh. where no one and can you just go. You just fly into someone if you're not paying attention. There's a
0: couple roads that I'll drive on side streets in Cedar Falls. And there's no anything signs. I get no. what you're saying. A lot of them have yield signs. A lot of people don't know what yield means, but... It means go? <laughs> it will. <laughs> maybe boom boom there's boom? nobody there, I means slow down. at the, It's like a yellow light. Well, yeah. a yellow stoplight is supposed to mean Well, you're <laughs> supposed to be slowing down, but if you can get through, you get through. Everybody speeds up. Yeah, yellow light means hit the gas. Yeah. <laughs> yellow light means I can go 12 over, right? I can go a little bit over. All right, that's Tuesday Blues Day. Yeah. On Marks in the Morning, share a Tuesday Blues Day with us anytime you feel like you need to vent about a first-world problem. Tap that Beyond the Radio button on the K92.3 app, and we'll play back your Tuesday Blues Day on an upcoming segment on Tuesday. Dance! Stay warm today, not a bad idea. Uh, We told you yesterday we announced this. uh, No gender vendor sponsor this week. We we had a... uh, well, the sponsor had a snafu, and that's fine. That happened. So instead of uh, giving you a prize that maybe you can't use for a while or whatever, we're just uh, taking a week off. But we will be sending out what we call a gender bender bonus question on the k two three app here very soon. If you have the app, you can get ready to receive that. If you have your alerts on, you'll know exactly when it comes probably the next three or four minutes and you just tap to respond and give me the a b c or d whatever you think the answer is of course uh, a b c or d will make a lot more sense when you see the questions and the options and we might give you a couple boxes of girl scout cookies from james patrick's own personal stash he bought a bunch from his daughter, Jalen. He brought him into work, and that was his biggest mistake. And they're in the prize closet now. Which
1: I really need a lock on my door. <laughs>
0: you do, yeah. I was going to say, they're in the prize closet. Your office.
2: <laughs> you can tell where his office are because there are breadcrumbs or cookie <laughs> crumbs. <laughs> There's
0: thin mint crumbs everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, we'll give you a couple boxes. So get the app. You get- oh, probably need some advice. Am I understanding that right, Shelby? Yeah, I, uh,
3: I'm really torn about what to do on this one. Yeah. Um, so my ex-husband actually passed away of colon cancer. Um, you know, we were married for 10 years, um, you know, right after high school, kind of high school sweethearts, but we were very young. There was a lot of, you know, bumps in our marriage. Um, yeah, and I, I, I'm just kind of torn if I should go because I actually did cheat in the marriage, Um, you know, it ended and we still, you know, respected each other and um, talked here and there Um, and I I feel like I I need to go and pay my respects, but at the same time, you know, I know his family still isn't happy about what happened and I don't want to bother or distract them Um, but, you know, I just want to go because, you know, his life was, Cut so short, and I'm just, you know, want to pay my respects. Yeah, you know, we were married for 10 years. That's not nothing, but I just don't want to like overstep any boundaries with his family Shelby, and make it more difficult on them.
0: You haven't mentioned it, or maybe you haven't. I missed it. Um, did you and, and your ex have any children together? No, 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 we don't have any children. So, in other words, it's It'd be you going just by yourself, uh, representing just you and and your uh, still feelings for your ex, clearly not his family. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. You know, this is a, death is hard in general. It's, it's a bummer, and I'm sorry about your loss. I think um, the hardest part of, it's much like a marriage, a funeral, one of the hardest parts is pleasing everybody. And one thing that family has to understand when somebody dies is there probably are going to be people that that person impacted that the family may not like, I think, Shelby, without a hesitation, I think you should go. Yeah, I
3: I, I think he would want
0: me to go. Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, you, I, I, it's your right to grieve. I, this is the last chance you can grieve him uh, with others. And I almost feel like people would look around and go, gosh, Shelby's not here. These two were together, you said, since high school. I mean, that's a huge part of his unfortunately short life.
2: Mm -hmm. Carrie, you're looking
0: at me like I'm crazy over there.
2: Well, (laughs) I think this is a really messy situation. Obviously, I give you my sympathies, but something I've kind of learned is that funerals aren't for the departed. They're for the people living. So if you think that this will be a bothersome for them or will make them stressed, I personally think maybe you should send them a card, send flowers, but maybe uh, skip out on the the funeral. Maybe drop by The Wake, but uh, the funeral service, maybe just... uh, So
0: you don't think she should go?
2: No, I don't think so. Okay.
0: Shelby, in your marriage, I mean, it's not our business, so if you want to tell us it's too much info, that's fine, but... You mentioned. I mean, things must have gotten bad if you didn't. You didn't have kids. You didn't stay married. Obviously, high school and adulthood, if you would, are very different times. But did mm-hmm. did his family? Were there things that happened in the marriage that his family doesn't know about? You mentioned you cheated, and obviously they know that. Maybe were there other details that they don't know about? Did things ever get really bad between you two? You know,
3: there was some drug use on his part. Um, That, you know, that was kind of a strain on our relationship. Um, But besides that, there's never, like, any, you know, physical or mental abuse. Um, Yeah, we just, that was very difficult for, you know, both of us to deal with. Um, And then we kind of grew apart after that. Um, And they they don't really know the full story. You know, um, I live in Grundy Center, but I'm from Waterloo. So, you know, we weren't always like close to them
4: yeah, um so yeah.
3: you know no one knows all the details about everyone's marriage not even you know your family but um yeah so i was there for him a lot you know i did cheat and that's
0: terrible a lot um, of it happened i'm not condoning it but a lot of good people cheat it's just it's something especially with no kids again i'm not condoning it but that. You you can't just beat yourself up. I'm sure you did plenty of times. I'm sure he did, uh, metaphorically. Yeah. But, Shelby, I'll tell you, I don't know that Carrie and I are kind of at an impasse here. And rather than us just duking it out on the phone, why don't we – we weren't ready – we weren't necessarily prepared for your question, but why don't we get something on Facebook, Carrie? Mm -hmm. And we'll let people kind of help you out and maybe peek from time to time at the K92.3 Facebook page. Or if anybody wants to call, they can uh, let us know. But – that way, we won't take up more of your time and just sit here on the phone and argue with uh, with each other. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm sorry about your loss and thank you so much for sharing you. your story with us today.
3: Yeah, thank you for helping me out. I'd love to, you know, hear what people, other people say. You know, it's a really tough yeah. decision
0: for me. So totally, I appreciate it. you are so welcome. Hang on for just a sec, too, shall we? I'll, a couple of questions for you off the air. Uh, we're running a little behind here. we got Nashville news in three minutes. So, again, we're not going to spend more time on it right now. We're going to move on. But if you do have a comment, you heard Shelby's uh, situation there, please let us know. And we'll pass that along to her. Or please put it on the Facebook page. And Carrie will have it up in a moment. Yep. It's Mark's in the morning. We'll be back talking about Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. On a, on a lighter note, happily married. What are they up to? I'm going to tell you about their private island. I'm sure we can all relate to that, right? It's Mark's in the Morning. Well, if you are a fan of uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, you probably already know they actually have their own private island. If you're a fan of them but you didn't know that, well, now you do. Tim and Faith spent years turning their barren private island, it's uh, in the Bahamas, into a paradise. They have a spectacular mansion, an airstrip, and a private dock. Now they're selling it. (laughs) Not just one element of the island, the whole thing. $35 $35 million, so tell all your friends, uh, $35 million island is for sale, but apparently it has all the amenities. Now, Carrie Mack, I may be way off because I don't know rich people's stuff, but $35 million for everything I just mentioned seems free, like cheap, super cheap. You're nearly free if you're a bajillionaire. Yeah, I think so. I feel
2: like $35 million is just a drop in the bucket when you're a billionaire.
0: <laughs> well, then they should buy. somebody should buy it because if it's got all those amenities... You'll want for nothing when you arrive, but mm-hmm. you can see more on the k two three app. Uh, we have a video, too. We do get a Island. small
2: commission from this if we make <laughs> the sale. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill will definitely pass it along that a uh, radio station in Waterloo, Iowa gave the info. All right, moments ago on our show, we had a uh, listener named Shelby giving us uh, a story about her husband's passing away and how she wants to go to his funeral. If you missed it, uh, the sort of... Cliff's note's version is he passed away from colon cancer. They don't have kids together. They were married for about, what, 10 years, about a decade, maybe a little longer, but it didn't end well. There was some cheating in the relationship. There was some drug use. They drifted apart. High school sweethearts, they grew up. Things went, you know, didn't go so well at the end. That said, she wants to go to his funeral, but she's concerned that his family, who didn't like her, especially after the cheating, and maybe doesn't know the full story of their marriage, will be distracted. I think she should go. Carrie flat out said, no, maybe go to the wake, send a card, but don't go. Uh, what did you think? Good. Well, my advice for that
3: lady, she'd go to the funeral. That's the only
0: way you get closure. Yeah, okay, so you, if you, this was your situation, you would go. How would you feel if you were the family, though, and you saw her there? Would that bother you? No, it wouldn't bother me at all. Okay, well, thank you for your call. I uh, appreciate it. Wouldn't I? That's my. Th- I'm with him, but mm-hmm. uh, we could beat it all day. Yeah, send us a note on our Facebook page, maybe. Let us know there.
2: Yeah, yeah we just uh, posted uh, a brief summation of yeah. what happened.
0: Ten dollar word from Carrie Mac, a Summation. All right, we'll be back, <laughs> <laughs> Mark's in the morning in a little bit. Uh, Darius records coming up and a lot more. Hang on. Any- K92.3, the Cedar Valley's number one for New Country. 805. Uh, We are getting a lot of calls and messages about uh, our situation with listener Shelby. Listener Shelby telling us, uh, oh, about 20 minutes ago now, that she has a dilemma here. Her ex-husband of about a decade passed away. Their marriage did not end well. They don't have kids. But uh, there was some cheating in the relationship. There was some drug use in the relationship. And there was some hurt feelings that uh, obviously were either not rectified or maybe time kind of healed. But with regards to his family... They were not healed, and Shelby may be not very well liked by his family. Should she go to the funeral or not? She wants to go, but she's concerned she'll be a distraction. You had a thought on this? Well, I absolutely think she should go. Okay. Um, And I do agree, but I want to ask just for the benefit of Shelby, if she's listening right now, what is your reasoning behind going?
3: Well, my husband passed away about eight and a half years ago when he was 40, and his ex-wife... wanted to come and you know i just think that people need that closure and um you know i just couldn't be that mean to say i don't want you here
0: so did, did it so, did it bother you that she was there
3: um no no it didn't
0: and you know it did of end course of the-
3: i didn't talk to her but uh, <laughs> um you know even if i had seen her it wouldn't have bothered me
0: And at the end of the day, you know, it's closure for her, too, so. Uh, Right,
3: and there was also cheating and drugs involved with her.
0: Oh, no, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear all that, but thank you so much for your call. uh, Maybe your situation here will really help Shelby with her decision.
3: I hope so. I hope she can get some
0: closure. Yeah, we do, too. Uh, And Carrie, this is on our Facebook page. There's a lot of comments.
2: Yes, we do. We have a lot of people who are kind of on the same side as our caller. Before, uh, Sue said, go to his funeral the family will be po'd. You showed up, priceless.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, that,
1: that's that's not the answer we were looking I'm not for. I'm
0: exactly no. sure no. that that's I, what we we're. I, for.
1: I, and she the caller had a great word closure. Yeah, I mean that's that's a perfect way to sum it up because you might be upset that you didn't go ten years from now that yeah, you should you have might. went.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Exactly. Our our friend Kennedy on Facebook also said she should go to the funeral. If I were his family, I would wonder why she didn't attend. If it gets weird, she can always leave, but she needs the closure.
1: It's true. And you know, it comes down I know the person's deceased, but the family may think that they have the right to turn people away, but in the, I don't know the deceased can't say yes or no, but that person's still a part of their life in the past, present or
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. I
1: mean, whether they ended on bad terms or not, they were still a part of their life.
0: You almost feel like when you lose somebody, whether it's somebody you absolutely loved and you grieved for a long, long time, or it's somebody you had a falling out with, maybe these two, Shelby and her deceased ex, hadn't talked in four or five years. We don't know. But you almost feel like when you lose somebody that the ultimate closure is to, because this is what humans do, is to gather. And at least even if she's not like overtly sad, I think she'll feel very good and almost therapeutic to hear other people telling these happy stories. Cause at funerals, you don't, if you're, if anybody speaks, it's always gonna be glowing as it should be. And I think maybe that'll remind her of the good times and a good last note to end the re- relationship on. Cause that's it. Yeah, that's done. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of what I was getting at earlier. And I, I hope that, uh, I hope she decides to do whatever her heart tells her. And uh, it seems like that's the way people are going on Facebook. But, Shelby, we've got a lot more posted there. We've spent, uh, uh, I think, as much time as we can on your question right now and kind of exhausted it. So we're going to move on. Something much more lighthearted. It's Mark's in the morning. Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they just parted ways with the coach from Iowa that they just hired, Doyle, Coach Chris Doyle. Left Iowa on pretty rough terms with uh, accusations of inappropriate comments and flat-out racism. So he's picked up by Jacksonville. He goes from college to the NFL, right? Well, he was their strength and conditioning coach for, what, two and a half minutes? Yeah, (laughs) if that. Give or take. We want to talk about the least amount of time you've spent at a job. Coming up Ian on Marks in the Morning, 816. About that many degrees, 16, but it's below zero, unfortunately. Wind chill advisory in effect here for the morning hours. I don't think we've had a day without a wind chill advisory since, oh, I don't know, like Thursday of last week. I'd have to double that, check on that.
1: That was the last time we were above zero. It was one last Thursday, and that's the last time we were above zero.
0: And we, it was like we just got there. We were just peeking out from the ground, looking. We got there then we went right back
2: down. do you remember the glory days of like 20 degree temps
0: oh do you want to feel really bad yeah jp yesterday what was the record high for yesterday february 15th in waterloo iowa
1: the, the record oh yeah 100 years ago yesterday 100 years to the exact february 15th of 1921 it was 71 degrees the <laughs> only time it's been at least 70 in the month of february in waterloo
0: We did some research. We should back up because we had a caller oh, two weeks ago say that the warmest it had ever been on his birthday was like in the 20s. We were thinking that's got to be impossible. And we couldn't get exact data on the day of his birthday, which was like the 8th or the ninth or somewhere in the single digits. But J.P. did do some research and found all these February milestones, and yesterday was a historic
1: day. 70, it was 75 in Des Moines that day, 71 in Waterloo-Cedar Falls. And that would
0: have been 1901?
1: 21, 100 years ago, 100 years to the date yesterday. And we, yesterday, we didn't even, we are about, if you factor in the wind chill yesterday, we were 100 degrees colder than that temperature in 1921.
2: Oh, my God. Why did I move here?
0: (laughs) That is a big change. It's going to warm up. We have beautiful summers. We have beautiful springs. We have wonderful falls. But sometimes we have pretty brutal winters in and around the Cedar Valley, Carrie Mack. Yeah. After the show is over today, I'm going to be traveling up north to uh, Kelmer, Iowa, to go visit a client of ours in... I'm excited about it in a way, but I'm also nervous because I want to let you in on a secret. Here, everybody in K-Country, our station vehicle hasn't started in about two to three months <laughs> since, like, uh, Thanksgiving. And it's not getting any warmer since Thanksgiving. I My car barely started
1: yesterday, and it was in the parking ramp for 12 hours. Uh-huh. And the K-Car hasn't started, yeah. what, since November? Since October? November.
0: My wife's car, which is a little bit older than the K-Car, or my car, uh, was giving her a hard time. She wasn't. she worked from home Friday, so she was home Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Monday morning, she was telling me, she said it took me five minutes to start my car. I said, wow, how did you finally get it started? She said, I was just out there flooding it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a recipe for disaster, honey, but I'm glad you got it going. And now at work on the farm, she has a nice big heated garage to park in, so she'll have no problem starting it up. Anyways, hope your car is doing what it needs to do. Uh, and uh, maybe you have a job to go to. Maybe you don't. Maybe you left your job after a very short amount of time. That's what we're going to talk about. Coach uh, Urban Meyer uh, has accepted the resignation of Chris Doyle, former Iowa strength and conditioning coach. He left under sort of a cloud of suspicion here that there was some comments made that he was uh, you know, doing some nefarious things, some some racial issues. And then he still bounced back and ended up on the Jaguars. But what did that last? I think we joked earlier about five minutes. It was at least... 22 hours. <laughs> but Kurt, Coach Urban Meyer, he's the brand new coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was grilled in a press conference. He wouldn't have even known that he was the new coach of the Jaguars. All people wanted to talk about was the hiring of Chris Doyle. And clearly it was a distraction. So Chris resigned. He wasn't terminated. He resigned his position, not wanting to be a distraction. It begs the question who in K Country has held a job for the shortest amount of time? Whether you were let go or you resigned, it doesn't have to be a termination who's held a job for the least amount of time? Well, you're stewing over your past history. Who here in the studio do you think will win this award, if there was an award?
2: I feel like I would, because when you're young, you kind of just work a lot of random jobs. Mm -hmm. And I was working a job uh, up in New York for a month, and then the pandemic happened. Uh And I ended up losing my job. Why are you smirking? (laughs)
0: Because you said a month. I, I can't beat that. So oh, you can't beat that? I thought I you were like,
2: oh, I worked two days.
0: I, I can no. shatter
1: that.
2: Oh, well, let's hear oh, it. Jo- I
1: had a job for one day. What? Yes. <laughs> I'll even say the business. It was Quickstar. No. I, I, I signed. I was just out of high school, and I was playing. I still had baseball practice and baseball games as a senior in high school after school, but I thought I could work an overnight shift at Quickstar. And because the payback then, it was like eight bucks an hour, which, you know, 25 years ago, that was fantastic. Eight yeah. bucks an hour for an overnight shift. Wait, that's
0: still more than I get here. <laughs> <Yeah, that's, laughs> I, worked,
1: I worked one night and I called him back the next day saying, yeah, this isn't for me.
0: Well, one day. Why do you me?
1: I realized that even as an 18 year old, I didn't want to go to work from 11 to seven and then go work another job and then have baseball practice in the afternoon. I, I thought I thought I could handle it. And I knew I was wrong soon, Soon, about one hour after the shift started. Sure. You
2: didn't have school?
1: No, this was after I graduated. Oh, right we have after. summer baseball in Iowa. So you oh. graduate high school, then you still have sports. I think
0: we're the only state that does
1: that. We are the only state in the nation that has summer baseball and softball. Everyone else does it in the spring.
0: I worked at a radio station for just a shade over your New York stint. But it wasn't a pandemic. I resigned. I'll give it to you quick and dirty. It was either KRCQ. I can't remember the call letters. Uh, I'm not too worried about people switching over. Let's say it was KRCQ. It was a classic country station. And the guy I worked for promised me the world I just left Decorah, Iowa. And KDEC. Shout out. I think they're Hawk Rock now, but KDEC. Their call letters. Great station. Great company. Great people to work for. But I wanted to advance. I wanted to move up, which was a mistake. <laughs> I should have stayed in Decor <laughs> till I got here, but uh, I, I moved up to Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, and I found out very quickly, like within hours, that this guy, my boss, I won't say his name, I do believe he's passed away, and I don't, certainly don't wish that on anybody. But he was, uh, he was a real piece of work. He promised me a morning show and that never happened. I had been doing mornings in Decorah, Iowa. Um, I was told oh x number of things. This is no joke. I got there. KRCQ is in a person's house. There's a lot of radio stations. I've worked at a couple that are in somebody's house.
1: So it's a mon pa job. It definitely is in their house.
0: In the basement was the copy room. Copy room for people who don't know is where you'd write copy, commercials, or news. If uh, you had to write up the news, you'd get an AP or if we subscribe to the AP, whatever. So I was in the basement. I walked down to the basement where I was going to spend the first half of my day because, no, I wasn't doing mornings. Uh Uh I was on in the afternoon. He didn't have any computers. He had typewriters. Nice. Now, this was a few years ago. Don't get me wrong. I'm not that old. This was 2006 or seven. No, probably six. I think. What year did Sully land that plane on the river in the Hudson? Oh. Yeah. That was
2: like 08 or 09, though.
0: Mm. I don't think it was that late. I don't know. That, that event stands out to Still,
1: me. Still, there should have been computers at
0: that time. Oh, point. yeah. It should have been computers. Even an Apple II. My goodness, I had that as a child. There Anyways,
2: uh, computers until Sully like landed in the hut.
0: Yeah, as soon as he landed <laughs> in and the hut, I like, oh we need computers. Those really help. <laughs> Anyways, no, not related. But uh so I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know I use a typewriter. I got a job in Fargo, North Dakota, and I quit. And the guy uh, it's terrible to make accusations, but he had some issues too about people's beliefs. And we'll just leave it at that. And I caught wind of some of that and I just didn't want to work for him. Plus terrible was in job. North Dakota yeah. No, this was in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Oh, okay. I ended up in Fargo after. I bounced back uh, to a station in Fargo where I worked for quite amount of, a large amount of time. I was so desperate. I took a part-time job and quit my full-time job.
2: Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Not good. We have someone on Facebook, Pam. She says, one month, it was a factory job and I hated it. Mostly guys worked there. Honestly, girl, one month. Oh. I feel you. Working with guys stings.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I showered this month. Come on, yeah.
2: <laughs> I put on deodorant yesterday.
0: Carrie, you smelled my body spray. Carrie walked into my office the other day. She's like, "It smells good in here," and I couldn't lie. I was like, "Yeah, I sprayed body spray all over the place." I had chicken for lunch, and I could smell it. It was funky. You just keep body spray in your desk. I do. I have body that. spray, mouthwash. I have a toothbrush and a razor to shave. <laughs> oh, Pre pandemic. We used to have a lot of clients come through, and I need to you know represent myself well. Sometimes I leave the house in the morning very early. I used to have shaving cream and everything. I took it all home because we haven't used it.
1: If I ever walked in our community bathroom here at the station and caught you (laughs) shaving... I have. I have.
2: What I think would be funny is him just, like, hyping himself up in the mirror, like...
1: You can do this, Marks. <laughs> you can I do w- this. I would think, I'm like, did he sleep here last night?
0: <laughs> what is he doing? Did he shower somewhere? Hey, if I'm in the doghouse, we have a separate bedroom. I don't need to sleep at work. <laughs> don't rule it out, though, in the summer. Um, what about you? What's the shortest amount of time you held a job for? We do. You know what? I'm going to sweeten the pot. We did our uh, gender bender bonus question uh, a little bit earlier, and a uh, shout-out to... I don't want to get her name wrong. Sheila got that one right. I won't waste your time with that if you didn't catch the uh, gender Bender bonus question. But Sheila won a couple boxes of Girl Scout cookies. We've got a couple more from JP Stash. Mm-hmm. So whoever has the uh, has held a job for the shortest amount of time, we'll give you the cookies. How's that sound? You do have to come here to pick them up, FYI. Don't quit your job over it. <laughs> Please. Uh, but let us know. Do we have this on Facebook here? Or yes, we do. It?
2: It's on Facebook right now. There's a fun little graphic, and then there's the post.
0: All right. The so post. check it out. Check it out there. We'd love to hear from you and comment there. And we'll we'll DM you. We'll message you back.
2: We'll slide uh, into your DMs, as the kids will. say. Well,
0: we carry, so it'll be a little less creepy. All right, back in just a few. Uh, <laughs> JP will give us a history lesson. Nico Moon's coming up with good time, news, and weather, too. There's nothing that a beer can't fix. It's Mark's in the morning, sometimes I use beer instead of uh, glue. Especially in my hair. It's yeah.
1: Kind of beer can works great as duct tape.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Something like that. You have enough beers, you'll think you're putting <laughs> duct tape on. Just clear scotch tape, that 3M scotch tape. It's like, this
2: is great. I'll so, never hire any of you to help me fix anything. I
0: suggest you don't. Good point. We are blessed in our house. We have a sump pump. It's wonderful. It's going to get a huge workout when this snow melts. But dear God, if it ever breaks, I don't know what to do. <laughs> we had a sump pump that we tried to install in our old house at the last town we lived in. Let's just put it this way. It it was always above ground. We never got to dig anything for it. So it would just sputter, 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 like fall over in the water and short it out. Anyway, let's move on. Let's not talk about. Why are we talking what's about a
1: swimming a, party at Johnny Marks' yeah. place this spring when the snow melts?
0: No, yeah, this one
1: works.
2: It's gonna work, JP. Don't <laughs> don't mess with it. What's a sump pump?
1: <laughs> really,
0: you don't know what a sump pump is? No. Is,
1: it, is this a Midwest thing too? It I can't be can't, just Midwest. Or maybe, maybe I'm thinking.
0: just uneducated. It's a
1: it's a pump that you have in your basement, usually in the lowest part of the floor, yeah. that will pump out excess water.
0: I don't. Basements <laughs> flood, obviously.
2: I, I understand that. I was never put in charge of clearing out the flooding, so I'm probably not familiar with it. That's the- why
0: you have the sump pump, so it does it for you. You don't have to send your, if you have kids, you don't have to send them down there. If you have pets, you send them down there and get all that water up with your fur.
2: <laughs> Johnny, you're so mean about your cats.
0: I love my cats. By the way, Carrie, if you haven't heard, if you weren't listening yesterday, I'm not getting a fourth cat. Carrie and my wife pranked me. Before you go and feel bad for this cat named Beanie, Beanie's fine. Beanie gets to live at the farmhouse and gets to come in all the time when she's not supposed to. So everybody wins. What did I get instead? On uh, Valentine's Day Eve, my wife brought home an antique cat decal toy plush thing.
1: Well, you had me going. I thought you were actually kidding the cat, Johnny. I nobody did. I had, fell for that
0: one. Wow. Nobody had it going. Thank you, JP. That's two for one, Carrie. I hope this. Yeah, pulls don't play you off me. I had no idea. I thought it was a real cat. Huh. Well,
1: <laughs> oh it wasn't. my gosh.
2: I'm rubbing my hands together, maniacally. Yeah. I'm rubbing the like metaphorical to, cat. I would
0: like to point out. Yeah. Don't two. you pet a cat?
2: Yeah, I meant.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to the poor thing? No wonder it's metaphorical. You kill the real thing. <laughs> I'd like to point out it took one Johnny Marks to prank you the first time and two of you to prank me the second time. No, pranked-
2: it's... Yeah,
0: technically. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Anyways. All right. Let's move on. JP, what well, carries over here pretending to stroke a cat.
1: Well... My history lesson for the day, since Carrie didn't know what a sump pump was, I'm guessing she might not have ever seen this movie either. And it's one of my favorites, I believe. Johnny, it's probably one of yours, too. But 25 years ago today, February 16th of 1996, a little movie about a crappy hockey player discovers his talent for golf.
0: Any oh, idea yeah. what movie that could be, Johnny? I do believe it makes you happy. It's Happy Gilmore. Happy oh. Gilmore. I've Carrie?
2: I've seen it. I've seen parts. I know the chick from Modern Family was in Julie
1: it. Julie Bowen, her very first movie role. That was, was his love interest. T- yeah, right? she was 25 at the time. Yeah, But I'm also kind of upset you've only seen parts of it, Carrie.
0: Have you never seen, okay, but not to go off here, uh, but <laughs> some of the classic Adam Sandler movies, Waterboy, have you seen it? No, <sighs> uh, Happy uh, No uh, Billy, Billy Madison. Madison.
2: Um, that's the one where he has to go through school. Games. Yes, yes, that's a classic. Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay, oh,
1: but the way you say it, you're like, yeah, I've seen it. It's,
2: it's just I'm not a huge fan oh, of Adam Sandler movies.
0: He's I a love
1: genius.
2: I love Fifty First Dates.
0: Little but, Nicky, have you seen Little
1: Nicky?
2: No, that just doesn't look like it's up my alley.
1: Happy Gilmore was so twenty five years ago today debuted at number two at the box office behind a movie starring John Travolta called Broken Arrow. If anyone oh, yeah, remembers yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that movie's still but it also won an MTV Best Fight Award, MTV Movie Award when Adam Sandler beats the crap. Well, actually, he gets the crap beat out of him by Bob Barker. Yeah, when they're on the golf course. One of the best fight scenes ever.
0: It's hilarious. <laughs> And Bob Barker has some lines we can't say. Well, they both do that we can't say on the radio. But if you go see it or rent it or get it off a streaming service, you will enjoy 90 minutes. and be 90 of the best minutes of your life. And um, what's his name? It's hilarious in that. Chris McAdams, is that the villain.
1: Oh, Christopher McDonald. McDonald's. He plays Shooter McGavin. Yeah.
0: But he's the best villain because you both hate him like you're supposed to. But he's also, you love him because he's so dumb.
1: I, I heard an interview with Bob Barker just a couple of years ago. Now, he's in his 90s now, right? Isn't he's he? dead. He's oh, Bob Barker passed yeah. away? Yeah, yeah. Been I didn't dead even know that. Oh, oh. wow. Well, I feel bad now. Sorry. Uh, now that we're back on the segment about funerals. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. But, nope, he's not dead. Oh, Johnny, come on, man. You, you I, killed Bob Barker. I thought I seriously missed that. No, How would I, I miss that? I thought he was dead. Who am I thinking of? Alex Trebek? Well, no, I knew that. I'm sorry. Sorry, Bob. Okay. uh, 97. Anyways,
1: a few years ago when he was still alive because he still is alive now, Bob Barker said he still gets asked asked by all sorts of fans about that fight scene that he filmed with Adam Sandler. He gets asked that more than anything, even than a game show host.
0: That's great because you know that he probably made that movie and immediately thought, this will be a bomb. I'll take my paycheck. And now he's still getting bothered about it. So
1: 25 years ago today, Happy Gilmore was released nationwide in... Theaters,
0: total just was it with the, the pro am tour where you, they get into the fight.
1: Yeah, I stuff. can't believe that you used to play hockey. If you're this bad at golf, something the line, something like that, and then Sandler has enough and punches him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great stuff. Check it out. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes on Marks in the Morning. Bob Barker alive and will. He's not a country star, so he won't be in the Nashville News Minute. But uh, <laughs> I Casey, can't believe you thought Bob Barker. Was I was dead. wrong. <laughs> you killed him. Jeez. I love Bob Barker. I also love Casey Musgraves. She may never. Get married again. I'll tell you uh, what's going on in her life. Of course, she's uh, leaving or is divorced to Rustin Kelly, but she may never get married again. I'll tell you more coming up. It's K ninety two three. We just picked our student of the week for this week. I'm not going to reveal who he or she is, but I will tell you it's another elementary school student, and the photo is so cute. I called Carrie to my office the other day. I'm like, look at this picture. I, I don't have kids, uh, but I do think from a distance, they're awfully cute. When you when they're not yours, you can give them back. JP, you have three, so you might go, oh, yeah, they look that way in pictures. But as soon as the camera's done, they're just monsters. But this little guy or gal is super cute. <laughs> I was I wasn't silent.
1: My kids have a two-hour delay. They might be listening. Oh, I'm yeah. keeping my mouth shut. I'm
2: sorry. Shout no out. comment on that
0: one, sir. <laughs> Shout out to Wapsie Valley. Um uh, But anyways, you'll meet this student later today. We'll uh, go into their Student of the Week profile a little more on the radio tomorrow. But, of course, we honor all of our Student of the Weeks with a couple things. One, you get a certificate mailed to you. You also get free food at the Screaming Eagle in downtown Waterloo and free ski ball for your kiddo. Uh, And uh, you get a big write-up on our app or website. I think, uh, what, Ellie was our last winner. Oh, Ellie was such a So cute. Uh, and I'm drawn a blank on our winner from the week before. Nadia. Nadia, thank you. I'll uh, carry back with her. Good uh, memory. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Save the day.
2: Adorable kids just whoop.
0: They just pop in. We've uh, we've gotten so many nominations. And if you nominated your son or daughter or a student, I believe this nomination came from a teacher. That's awesome, mm-hmm. too. We love that. That's, uh, you know, straight from the source. Uh, if you've already submitted a nomination and your student hasn't been picked, don't worry. Uh, we obviously can only pick one a week. And so you don't have to resubmit. We have it categorized in our email. And if you haven't submitted a student, please do so. We're doing this every week, right up through I guess Memorial Day weekend, when school's about done. Although I don't know how many kids will be <laughs> in school till July this year with oh. the weather we've been having. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully that virtual learning thing is doing okay. Uh, but anyways, yeah, nominate them, and uh, we'll, we'll do the honors and get them on as soon as we can. Uh, make them student of the week. And uh, again, they have to just go to a Waterloo Public School, K through twelve. And the submission is on our app or our website. Just tap nominate student on the app or student of the week on the K92.3 website, K923.fm. I, you're the only one with kids in this studio, JP. I, so you're you're kind of by default, you're stuck with this question that I'm about to ask. Uh-oh. When you are kids, you got two sons and a daughter. For those who don't know, JP's got um, two sons and a daughter. Your daughter's the oldest. Your daughter's great. She's been in the studio a few times, but your boys are a little younger do they team up on their sister because she's the oldest and the only girl, or oh, does she just wallop on them?
1: They <laughs> constantly tag team against her, which is, I did the same. My I have a brother, and we're only a year apart, and we had a, another younger brother four years younger than us, so we would always team up against him, too, and now my boys are doing it with their sister, and it's, I mean, it, when I say it's constant, it is nonstop bickering, under their breath, poking fun at her, and it's just, It's stupid things too, you know, because they know it's going to get under her skin. And I, I tell them to stop, but I also tell her, I'm like, they're just doing this to get you mad, honey. So don't get mad. Just ignore them because that's what they want. They want you to react.
0: Well, and it works apparently.
2: Oh, I can just imagine her like walloping up on but, them.
1: But man, when she gets upset, they know it and they know their limits because she is tougher than they are. She's bigger and she's tougher. <laughs>
0: Back body drop them off the turnbuckle. Yeah, which is a couch under the floor. So do they uh, do they ever work well to get? Do they three of them ever team up to get you for something? Or do they ever work in cahoots to like beg for something? See, I don't, I have two siblings that are very, very young and they were adopted when I was already a full grown man. So I have no idea and I don't care. You have one sister. Yeah. But she's uh, a little younger too. When
1: kids are making noise, and any parent will agree with this if kids are making noise, for the most part, you know you're okay. It's when they're quiet Uh that's when something's going on and you know they're either doing something they're not supposed to, telling secrets maybe don't tell dad I broke that (laughs) or things like that. It's when they're quiet. That's when you need to be concerned. That's when something's up. Oh
2: yeah. My sister and I would bicker, but we also would do it just to annoy our parents, which was hilarious. But I also, maybe your kids have developed a system to get what they want because Whenever I would ask my parents, they would say no. But if my younger sister asked, they would say yes.
0: Yeah. Really? We
2: would would be in cahoots. I'd be like, hey, hey Laura, why don't you you ask them if we can get pizza for dinner?
0: Why is that? So you would get shot down, but your sister, who's what, just getting out of high school now, or this is her final year, she could ask the same question, Mm -hmm. and it was a go.
2: Yeah. Well she has that I mean, face. She's adorable. Favorite. That's the problem.
1: Somebody's the face. The puppy dog eyes, the crocodile tears. All right.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I
1: have a problem with and I used to make fun of my parents all the time when I was youngster for doing this. They would always call us by the wrong name when they're yelling at us. Like Joan <laughs> James, Jonathan, no one of you, you know. <laughs> but, and I was like, "How do they not know the name of their kid they're yelling at?" And I do the same thing. I, and I have a daughter and two sons, and I'll call them by her names. So oh I'm, no! Because I'm girls. just frustrated, so I'll just blurt out. I'm used to yelling at one of them, apparently. And I we call them the same name.
2: That wouldn't happen with me with my parents too often. But when it did happen, my mom would go through all the names in the house too. Like she would call the cat. She'd be like, Stacy, Laura, John, Mittens.
0: (laughs) That's funny, because in our house, all we have are cats, and they always hear their names shouted out, so they get screamed at. When I was a kid, my parents parents are divorced. They divorced when I was three, so no siblings as a kid, no siblings growing up. I learned how, and this is terrible, and I'm not proud of this, but I learned how to work them against each other. So I was with my mom more than my dad. But I'd see my dad, like, on a random Wednesday night, and I would we'd go to Barnes & Noble's, you know, brick-and-mortar bookstore, and I would want a book of some sort, like a Where's Waldo book. I didn't read a lot, so it had to have been a picture book. And I would say...
2: <laughs> it was a magazine, I think.
0: I did get a lot of magazines as a kid, too. I got a lot of video game magazines. But I'd go with my dad, and I'd walk the book over. He'd be reading whatever, and I'd be showing him the book. And I'd say, well, my mom said that she's going to get this for me, you know, next week or... Blah, blah, blah. My dad would My dad would say, oh, well, let me get it. Because he knew that I'd go home with the book. I wouldn't leave it with him. I'd want to read it the next night or whatever. And so my mom would see that. And I, there was one time, I'll kid you not, I was probably seven or eight. 101 Dalmatians was re-released into theaters. And I went... In the morning with my dad and in the afternoon with my mom. <laughs> well played.
1: Well played, I, yeah, sir. Same movie. You.
0: Well played. I don't know why I wanted to see it twice, but I did. So. Oh,
2: that's yeah, funny. He's a
0: pretty terrible kid. All right. It's March in the morning.
2: <laughs> I was a rat. <laughs>
0: if you spend a lot more time with your kids because of virtual learning or the pandemic or whatever, I'm sure you can agree. We're all ready for this to be done so they can go back to being kids with each other and bug each other for a while. JP's going to give us a weird news story. Weird news rodeo's on the way. It's like what a lot of radio stations do, but we have a whip sound effect. And we also have uh, Room Shot with Howard Dean. It is uh, Weird News Rodeo time. We do this at 920 every morning, Monday through Friday, and sometimes in our sleep on Saturdays. Good thing you're not there for that. Uh, JP gives us a story And we pretty much Rib on the square It's kind of what we do What do you got today For us, James?
1: Well, not everyone Was in the loving spirit During Valentine's Day weekend According to police In Florida Of course An 18-year-old woman Nearly hit a person With her car on Saturday night, the pedestrian then, in retaliation, smacked her car with her fist and said, Be more careful! <laughs> oh. So the driver, this 18-year-old woman, then backed up her car and tried running her over again.
0: Oh, no! Yeah!
1: But she missed and instead rammed her car into a parked car. Oh. She then got out of her vehicle and hit the pedestrian with a shower rod multiple oh. times. Oh. Apparently, she just has a shower rod oh. in her car. Who with has
0: her. a shower rod? The <laughs> driver... She was
2: coming back from Target or something. <laughs> so.
1: The driver told officers she thought the victim, this woman she hit with the shower rod, was someone that she had got into a previous argument with earlier in the day. So she was not having a grand day at all. Apparently fighting with anyone and everyone she could see. Wow! So she spent Valentine's Day in jail on aggravated assault charges.
0: Is she going to lose her license for all this uh, mischievous behavior? You would hope so. Well, you know, in Florida, they call that a good driver. She's
2: so <laughs> <laughs> probably going to be banned from all targets or whatever.
0: You know what would really stink after whacking somebody with that shower rod? You'd have to turn around and go buy another one because you know it's going to get dead or broken or busted. What are you going to do? going to have your shower curtain all wiggity-whackity w- w- on the wall there?
1: Well, You would think that she, you, when you see her reach into her car to grab something, like, oh no, was she getting a bat? Is she getting a weapon? And oh, it's a gun. shower rod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my God. My first thought is like, gun. Uh-oh.
1: That's what yeah, I thought. Well, that's what I thought yeah, when I first read it, that's what I thought it was going to elude to. But if nope.
0: somebody is going to hit something or somebody with their car, then you wouldn't put it past them to pull out a firearm and try to finish the job. But all right, shower rod it is. All right.
1: Hey, the cold makes people do strange things. Yeah. And Florida was dealing with that as well.
0: Yeah, it's 57 probably there. I'm complaining <laughs> about it. By the way, one time, the only car story I have is I stopped to pick up a hitchhiker one time. Turns out he was just giving me the thumbs up on my driving. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he was actually thumbs upping with a different finger.
0: Though. <laughs> oh, that's what it might have been. I knew it because <laughs> right, I almost hit him with a shower curtain. We'll be back. It's Mark's in the morning. Uh, look at news, weather and sports next. Luke Combs is on the way as well. Any- DK 92.3, the Cedar Valley's number one for new country. Another cold day. As a result, some of the area power companies are asking you to reduce your energy consumption. Alliant Energy, the CFU, that's Cedar Falls Utility, Mid-American Energy, all sort of uh, teaming up to encourage Iowans to save energy by doing the following. Turn your thermostat down at night or when you're away. Uh, okay. Open shade. You have feelings about that, I've Johnny? one comment on that. We do this, by the way. We do this. But I would be worried about my pipes freezing. I don't know, maybe I, they're not related.
1: I've heard as long as you keep your if it's unoccupied for a while, if you keep it at 65 or higher, you should be okay. 65. That's what one person told me. I don't know if that's correct, but
2: My parents always their pipes always freeze every single yeah, year. Yeah,
0: I bet. Uh, we at our old house had our we had our second bathroom and the pipes would freeze. You couldn't flush the toilet and you wouldn't find out until it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's it happened just, one too many times it, for you. It happened every winter at least two or three times. So anyways, turn your thermostat down at night or when you're away. Open the shades during the day to let the sun come in and then close the shades at night. This is a big one. Seal windows and block drafts around doorways. You'd be surprised. I bet if you, I don't know about here, we have soundproofing, but if you were to go to a window in your home and just hold your hand near it, not right on it. Of course, it's going to be cold, but near it, if you feel air coming in, that's not good.
1: Or you can always do the lighter trick or a match. Light a match and see if it blows it out, which way the wind is pushing it. Smart,
0: smart. You can go to Menards, uh, get a a cheap rug or something, fold it up, and just put it in front of a door because the bottom of a door, obviously not the door to your bathroom, but the door to your house or how many ever doors you've got. It's going to let air in. It just always is. There's almost no way it's not going to at least let some air in.
1: One trick that I use to block a draft under a door, I just tell my kids to grab a blanket and lay there for a few hours,
0: and that seems to do the trick. Kids have nice body heat. They're young. They can handle it. Those drafty doors, no problem with kids. You can also stick one on the window if you want. Just get a lot of tape. Johnny, Uh, you
2: can use one of your cats. There we go. Interesting. It's
0: occurred to me. Um, Make sure that you have your garage door closed at all times. Turn off ceiling fans. Limit opening exterior doors. Yeah, bad time to open the door and just yell out to your neighbor. Hey, Paul, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Next thing you know, your furnace is dead. Uh, limit to uh, uh, make sure air vents and radiators are not blocked. Keep the intake and exhaust clear of ice and snow.
1: Yeah, that's getting tough to that's do, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, the snow is really starting to build up. That
0: is a hard one. And then <laughs> this should go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyways. Do not use your oven or a grill to heat your home. <laughs> Wait, what? You can't? Jerry, I've been meaning to tell you about that little Weber you've got in your living room. Not a good idea. It smells amazing in your place, but your carbon monoxide alarm is going off for a reason. George Foreman's grill is not going to really heat your house. Uh, Can you use it as a pillow? I can't afford
2: a space heater. I can only use the oven.
0: That was another one on the list is make sure space heaters are turned off when you are not keeping an eye on them. Even if they have a method to shut themselves off, they're not always foolproof. Uh, we have one space heater at home. It's you know we don't use that room in the winter at all. But we have a little side room, and that space heater is great. But man, you can tell when it's working hard. So we don't even use it anymore. It can barely heat that room in this kind of kind of weather, and it's just so loud. You can just tell it's like. Just turn me oh, off. I
1: prefer keeping my place cool in the winter because I don't mind bundling up. I'll even wear a stocking hat if I have to, especially when the kids aren't there. I keep it really cool. Plus, sleeping and cooler weather is so much better.
0: Oh, wow. Jeez.
1: I mean, it's 65 all wow. uh, winter in my house. I've never met a real life yeah. monster until now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously.
2: I'm sorry. Were you in Alaska before if, you got the show? If the job? kids are
1: overall bump it up to about 67.
2: Oh my gosh, are they like, Jeez. Dad, it's no. so cool. They're like, teeth are chattering. No, They always have to wear their coats inside. It's not
1: that bad.
2: It's not that bad. D- 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 Dad? <laughs> <laughs> They've D- lost D- several toes, JP. Maybe that's
1: why they always want to take showers just to warm up. <laughs> oh JP my- has a,
0: a special, like, alarm set by his thermostat. If one of the kids' little hands goes for the thermostat... <laughs>
1: Well, then I'll go to my parents' place, and I swear it's a 1,000 degrees in their house compared to mine, or anybody's house for, for that, because dude, I keep mine dude. so cool.
2: I feel like old people always keep their thermostat they do. so high.
0: I'll, I'll be at that point soon. Ours is at <laughs> 70 when we're home. Oh, I drive you nuts. And it's too hot. It's still I still get cold. We have a fireplace. It's a gas fireplace, and I love it, but our electric bill this month, which is due very soon, if you're I don't know if it's for everybody in the CFU, but... Uh, uh, $300. It's the highest we've ever had.
4: Oh, geez. $300.
0: Wow. That's also electric. We have internet through CFU. We don't have cable, but $300. Yep. Almost right on the dot. 300 bucks.
2: Geez. I'm still figuring out my new thermostat. So sometimes I like it cool. Sometimes I like it hot. So I turn it down a bit before I go to sleep. But then I woke up one night and it said 59 degrees. Yeah. I was like, I didn't mean for no. this to That's happen. That's what I'm
0: talking about. I couldn't do it.
2: Okay, Santa Claus. <laughs>
0: it's Mark's in the morning. Hi. Oh. Damn, they were so cold, their, their phone, phone froze. froze yeah. <laughs> no, they froze to death, JP. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know not everybody does it the same way. That's interesting. 65 degrees, and you love it that way. See, and then, then in the summer, though,
1: I make up for it in the summer because I want it cold in my house in the summer as well. So I really crank that AC on.
0: Hey, if you ever have a parent, God forbid, they go into a coma, go around the thermostat; they'll come right out of that coma. <laughs> come right out. Hi, good morning. Uh, who's this?
3: Hi. Hey, I'm with JP. Oh. Keep my house at sixty six. Okay, love it, cool. My boyfriend complains every time he comes to every time I go to his house. I turn his down. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, oh, you do it to his house too?
3: Oh, jeez. Yeah, I can't stand it there. I because I dress warm to be outside, and I get in his
0: house, and it's way too hot. So, this weather with all the sub zero temperatures hasn't changed anything. You're still sixty six in the house. Yes. Okay. Hey, I mean, I respect that. If, if that's probably you're probably spending a lot less than we are on heat. And if yeah. if you're lucky I mean, enough to have
3: shut the bathroom door and let that warm up before I shower, but you
0: know, <laughs> well, that's, that's smart. True. That's, that's smart. That's very smart.
1: <laughs>
2: that's my go-to too.
1: And if your house isn't drafty, then if you keep it at sixty-five, sixty-six, you should be okay. Yes. If you got some cracks yeah. in your window or your foundation, mm-hmm. that might really
0: cool it off. You'll find out.
3: Yep. I Thank- grew up that way in our old farmhouse. So.
0: Same here. Yep, I'm with you. Thanks for your call. Where are you calling from? What town? Shellrock. Shellrock. All right. Well, we love it. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.
2: I think Shell Rock is actually in Alaska. <laughs>
0: no, it's not in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Um, well, JP, I mean, maybe you're on to something here. 65, 66 degrees. I must be spoiled. I couldn't do it. We And Hannah is one of the queens of... We have... Um, I don't want to say penny pitching, but we have a schedule that goes up and down when we're home or not home. It's set to about 4 o'clock, go back up. We suspended that for this last couple of weeks, just 70. Straight through. It's
1: because of the cats. You care for your cats so much, it's, you don't want them to get cold. Well, they probably don't mind.
0: <laughs> we have one cat, one cat of our three that her she doesn't her body doesn't know what's going on. She keeps shedding. We're like it Same. is dead of winter, and you're there's hair everywhere. Like you know, the spring is going to be a nightmare. She's probably just going to be bald. You gather it up, and you can make a rug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you can wear a coat. You can make a coat out of yeah, that. Yeah,
1: it's like sheep's wool, but it's cat. peel will be all dander. over me.
0: I'll be like, no, she's shedding. She's alive and well. All right, we'll be back to wrap things up. Mark's in the morning, rolls on here with uh, Last Nashville News Minute of the morning, and then 30 Minutes Non-Stop Country. Jess will be on the job here in a little bit. I think she's only coming in for the heat herself. We have it nice and warm in the studio. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hello, go